podcast and you're most welcome. Salim Fakir joins us today to share about the African Climate Foundation, their work towards addressing the climate challenge that we are facing globally. Salim is the executive director of the African Climate Foundation, a foundation that is developing, supporting, elevating and catalyzing climate action in Africa. The foundation has joined the Philanthropy for Climate Movement and will get to hear and learn more about their journey in the movement. This season is brought to you by CIFSOS Africa in collaboration with WINGS and the Philanthropy for Climate Movement. What's that one thing you'd like uh, listeners to know about you or about um, African, the African Climate uh, Foundation? Uh, the, the foundation is uh, very young and uh, it's only two and a half years old. Uh, we started in April 2020, so just slightly over two and a half. And uh, it's uh, the first of, uh, you know, the uh, climate uh, sort of focused uh, philanthropies on the continent. There are many others that have been set up all around the world. And, uh, you know, we are the first Pan-African Foundation, and it's really exciting that uh, uh, I personally have been given the opportunity to set up something like this and uh, have the privilege of working with some amazing people all across the continent. Well, that's, that's impressive. Um, when... How did you start? How did you get to, you know, choose your focus as climate in Africa? So the, the original founders that have invested in ACF wanted a climate-focused uh, philanthropic organization. It was uh, up to myself and the team now to work out the details of what uh, that would entail. And so we <clears throat> talked to, uh, I mean, literally, uh, I think over a thousand people across the continent and uh, recognized that uh, uh, you cannot just talk of climate without also talking about development. And uh, we have developed a, a framework uh, on on the the climate uh, debate on the continent that is very developmental oriented. We are interested in climate as an issue that is both uh, negative and positive. So negative in the sense that it has an impact on the, our constituencies on the continent, particularly people that are most vulnerable and also our natural environment and uh, our economies. So we have to find out how these risks manifest and actually yeah. find solutions to them. And the second is that, uh, you know, we, ha we have to recognize that the world is decarbonizing. And I think the, the challenge for, for Africa is that even though our emissions are low uh, compared to other continents and other countries in the world, uh, there's an opportunity for us to think of our modernization that uh, is more uh, decarbonized in nature over time. So there are opportunities to make investments in this early phase of uh, Africa's growth and development and when, they, where, when there's a lot of 
new energy sources that uh, have to be developed, uh, particularly electricity. Uh, in sub-Saharan Africa, that's still uh, a huge uh, task ahead of us. Uh, we develop a strategy that, to try to address those issues, but also uh, the importance of land use and agriculture for the continent. And lastly, we are a rapidly urbanizing uh, continent. And so there's a need for all kinds of uh, infrastructure, transport, uh, electricity, et cetera. And those are the challenges we would like to, uh, you know, invest in solving. Yeah. When you talk about philanthropy and climate, uh, we're curious to learn how the philanthropy landscape looks like in your context in response to the climate crisis? Yeah, so climate-focused philanthropy is still very small uh, on the continent. In fact, it's quite low. It's 2 to 3% of all the funds that go into climate-related issues uh, globally. Uh, we have been set up to try to address uh, that and to grow the pool of funding uh, to the continent uh, to ensure that it's uh, given the size of the continent and the needs of the continent, that that pool of funding uh, becomes uh, significant uh, over time. It's very hard to tell uh, what that uh, percentage would look like in five years, but we're already seeing a positive trend. And uh, uh, even though we we are contributing to that uh, growth, there are a lot of people that. Uh, are also on the back of the confidence that we are creating that the continent is a great place uh, to invest and to uh, drive innovation in the climate space. Other philanthropies are also starting to contribute, think about it, uh, or at least begin to start the process of actually making those investments. Being uh, a Pan-African um, Climate Foundation, do you are there any differences you see in the way that Africa approaches this crisis as opposed to the way that the global north is is approaching it? Are there any differences? Uh, a couple of things. The one is that we need to own what you call a crisis. Uh, I, I see these as risks that, that can be turned into positive things if we find ways to integrate them into our development planning and our long-term thinking. So yes, they are climate issues are a global crisis. Africa uh, is probably going to be the most affected. Uh, but our voice, our approach, uh, our own organic evolution of what those solutions are and uh, how we uh, uh, understand and deal with these risks uh, is something that we uh, need to, as even as a foundation, we, we would like uh, those perspectives from Africa to be uh, uniquely African uh, and nuanced by an African uh, context and, and uh, environment. So uh, we feel that strengthening that uh, is a very important way to not necessarily displace, but to have more authenticity and legitimacy. Uh, if 
uh, rather than it coming from our, our people from outside of the continent. Uh, I think there was a, a survey done by Afrobarometer that said that most people who talk about climate issues in Africa in Africa are not from Africa. So uh, we have to ask, why is that the case? Uh, how can we change it? And if we do change it, you know, what is the importance of it? And these are the issues that we are grappling with, with our partners and our constituency. So the people that we've hosted on, on this podcast so far, specifically for this season, um, signed the International Philanthropy Commitments on Climate Charter. Change. Yes. And, and joined the Philanthropy for Climate Movement. Uh, initiated by the Worldwide Initiative for Grandmaker Support. Could you take us through what prompted you to maybe take that decision and just generally taking us through how that journey has been like since you made that commitment? Uh, it was discussed internally. I wasn't too intimately involved in the process, but symbolically, I think it's very important for us to rally you know other philanthropies behind the climate cause a lot more needs to be done and uh, you know i think uh, the launch and the signing up uh, was a very positive experience and I, I just think we it's it's really great to be part of it and we would like more and more people to to join that you mentioned that you as as african uh, climate foundation you are taking steps to grow the pool of funding for climate yes, yes. in the right. African context. Um, while at it, do you feel like African philanthropists are responsive to this, or would it be, yeah, really just taking us through that? I think there's sensitivity to it. Um, we are working with uh, uh, philanthropies in South Africa at the moment. Uh, there was a philanthropies conference for African philanthropies uh, about two months ago. Uh, I do think that the, the interest is growing, and but we have to, of course, translate that into funding from African philanthropies uh, to pool funds uh, in, on the continent. And I do, I do think that uh, the, I, I have no doubt that the interest will grow. So, and uh, there will be momentum certainly in the next five years. It might go slow a little bit because they have to get mandates from their boards and, and their funders. Uh, but I, I'm convinced that uh, this uh, this will change very rapidly in the next five years. Uh, whether it will be large pools of funds is still to be seen. So one of the things that CIFSOS um, calls to mind when defining philanthropy is the diversity of what the word philanthropy would entail in the sense that, yes, it's predominantly money and you know, financial support, but sometimes it's expressed differently. It's expressed through, say, people giving of their time, their expertise, uh, their talent in a certain field, um, sh mentoring or coaching in a particular space. So do you feel that or have you seen any other forms of giving um, while advancing you know climate justice or in the climate space are there any other forms of giving besides the major form the dominant channel of money uh, I think the first paradigm is not to put money as the main objective 
Uh, it's more about what is the solution we're looking for. And often the solution has a combination of uh, processes to support ideas generation, uh, building networks, coalitions, uh, you know, providing mechanisms to uh, work out what the solutions are. And then money is is, is obviously a, an element of that. And I, I do think that those are, uh, there are lots of other things that go into, uh, you know, the, the dealing with a climate challenge. Um, and our, our sort of uh, approach is really to develop an ecosystem uh, of different players. Uh, we invest in them. But inevitably, what we find is that once you get an ecosystem going, the collaboration and the cooperation itself generates other goodwill and uh, other contributions that cannot be monetized. In addressing the climate challenge, what would success look like from the African Climate Foundation? Uh, we hope that in the next five years that we are able to assist governments, communities, and, and business on the continent to deal with climate risk in a very positive and uh, constructive way. And secondly, we would like to see more uh, investments in clean energy uh, and urban transitions. And lastly, I think uh, we definitely want to tr uh, at least triple the, uh, the amount of philanthropy funding uh, on the continent, but ensure that a substantive uh, portion of that also comes from uh, within the continent and not just from outside. Is there any major experience or, I don't know if it's, I should call it a success story that you'd like to share with our listeners that you've seen in your work in advancing, in addressing the climate challenge? Uh, our most successful story is that we've used very little philanthropy money to help the South African government and uh, other potential beneficiaries raise $8.5 billion of uh, global funding to support uh, South Africa's energy transition and phase out of coal. Wow. Uh, we hope to have uh, successes also in uh, you know, changing the nature of the food system uh, you know, and also innovating areas around uh, uh, agricultural practices, etc. So those are things that we are looking forward to uh, in the next uh, uh, five years. Wow. Um, so some of our listeners are sometimes are grassroots organizations, individuals doing playing their part in their community to address some of the challenges that the communities face, which of which climate, uh, climate change is one of them. Is there any word um, or piece of advice or just a message for them that you'd like to share? I think it's very important for people who are experiencing climate change to document uh, these experiences. Uh, so one, you know, what, what does the experience look like uh, what is it? Uh, what effect is it having? What are the kind of solutions have they found within themselves? And uh, you know, uh, 
how do we uh, and what ideas do they have of how uh, philanthropies can support uh, their work uh, on the ground and uh, we you know we are we we have the view that we are not the only people with ideas there are lots of people who are directly affected by these issues they are certainly not sitting there and not thinking about how to deal with it so clearly in thinking about how to deal with it they're also coming up with solutions and we would like these solutions to surface and bubble up uh, so that the more more of that uh, can be taken up and hopefully uh, we can get more philanthropies to invest uh, in the solution well wow. uh thank you salim and thank you for making the time for sharing your your journey with us uh your experiences and just lessons on this journey thank you so much sure. we appreciate the time that you've taken to share this thank you very much <laughs>